Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Heart to Heart Podcast. I'm Bria. And I'm Kim. And today is the season finale. Wow. Season one, three months kind of just flew by. Yeah. I mean, I also never would have thought we'd be here so soon. I just have so many emotions. And we're going to get into all that right now. I mean, mm-hmm. how are you feeling, Kim? You know, it's it's a bittersweet feeling for sure, you know? I think in so many ways, I am so proud of us um, and what we built this mm-hmm. past summer, just in terms of our reach, in terms of the people that we've been able to impact, the people who have contacted us. Um, honestly, having a global scope in terms of mm-hmm. the people who have listened to these episodes uh getting more listens than I could have ever imagined it's it's a really great feeling but I think at the same time it's also sad because even though we'll be returning shortly and in about a month uh it's just gonna feel really weird not coming on and filming with you every week and you know posting um new episodes every week but nonetheless we will be remaining active on our social medias and, you know, I, I'm sure this next next month will speed by. It is bittersweet. But I just know that this is, this little break is for the best. Yeah. And the creation of seasons, I think, is just going to make so much sense. And it's just going to really streamline content and make sure we're never just putting out an episode to put an episode out. And I'm so excited for what season two has in store. Just new graphics and fresh ideas and fresh content. And I'm just so excited. I mean. Season one, let's just, okay, let's just focus on season one. Yeah. Season one has just blessed us in so many ways. And just the thought that thousands of people have heard us and people in different countries have heard us, people message us feeling seen and feeling heard or feeling educated. And that's just something that is like, you can't put a price on it. It's invaluable. Yeah. Yeah, you can't measure it. It's just that feeling is something that you can't even, you can barely explain. It's honestly something that I never thought would happen. You Mm -hmm. know, and Bri and I have been going through these stories and these moments that we've shared for years before we created this podcast and put this out. You know, people we went to high school with had no clue some of these events have happened to us. So now Mm -hmm. hearing from them, like the fact that they never knew we went through this experience, I think it speaks to just, you know, what a lot of other underrepresented groups and underrepresented people go through on the daily. And so the idea that able to use our platform to almost create a voice for the unheard is just really a beautiful thing. And, you know, of course, there's so many other platforms that I think are now opening up to black creatives and black thought but kind of having our own little personal space to do it it's just so special it's really so amazing it's amazing the feeling of recording and bringing you weekly episodes is just so fun Mm -hmm. and I think that that's something I'm so thankful for I think I can have a tendency to come into a project guns blazing and then towards (laughs) the end feel just kind of like uh Okay. Like, I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm done. Like, okay, this was cool while it lasted. But this is something that I, I see just going so far mm-hmm. and something I want to continue because it's just an outlet 
it's just such an amazing thing. I mean, I don't know how else to say it besides saying amazing, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just something that I'm so thankful that we had the opportunity to do and something that I'm so thankful that was well received, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It really could have been a mess. If, we, <laughs> if people wanted to hate it, they really could have. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was also the scary thing. It's like, I know Bria and I, like the first episode we dropped, we were FaceTime each other. We were like nervous. We were waiting to see what those first initial reactions would bring because mm-hmm. again, these are stories that we felt like we cannot share. We felt that in high school, even at the beginning of college, we would get pushback. People would not like us. People would tell us, take this down. Like, this is not appropriate. You know, your views, what you're saying doesn't matter. It's biased. It's whatever, you know? And to not have that and for the majority of the feedback to be positive, to be mm-hmm. welcoming, to be accepting, it was. it's honestly almost like a turning point. Yeah, uh, a big, big turning point. And I think even for myself, it's really elevated my own view of my capability to talk about my experiences to, you know, use my voice in a productive way. I think sometimes it's so hard for me to do that and to feel like people are going to accept me and receive me. But I'm also kind of at a point where, you know, whether people do or don't, I know that my voice matters. I know that our voices matter. I know that the voices of all of you matter Um, and the stories and the things that you share deserve a platform. They deserve to be told and seen in whatever medium that looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this podcast has done wonders for both of us. I think Mm -hmm. just our mental health, as we touched on in the last episode um, and, you know, using this as a form of self self care and a form of therapy and also I think, I mean, I've always been a confident person, as I think Kim has been as well. But this really brought me to a new level of not really caring about what other people think. Because at the end of the day, I know my feelings are valid. And no one can take away from me my feelings and the experiences that we've shared on this podcast. I agree. I think our goal for the podcast was always to do that. But now it's like amplified. It's like elevated because we Mm -hmm. see the potential that, and not the potential, but we've seen the success of what this first season has brought us. And guys, like Brianna and I are ready to come so much harder, like so much stronger. We have so many exciting things planned and it's just really cool to pour into this space and to know that something really productive is going to come out of it, that we're going to be able to elevate more voices in the future that we're going to be able to tell more stories that have traditionally been overlooked in the future. It's a really cool thing. It is. And it's amazing to see something that you just created just grow. Mm-hmm. Like this is really our baby. Like <laughs> <laughs> to see it, something that you birthed, just take life and gain traction is so crazy. Mm-hmm. And I just know it's just going to keep going up from here. And obviously, numbers and stuff are cool. But just the idea that, like, this is a safe space for people. Mm-hmm. And this is just so inspiring and educational for people. That is what makes me really happy. I the agree. fact that people from our high school or just everyone else, just opening it up to everyone else who's ever listened. If you are a Black woman who has ever felt seen or heard by our podcast, that is immeasurable because the fact that we didn't have that but we can now kind of create that for other people 
that is just like I could cry thinking about that no it's like I'm getting like emotional because that's just always I think as a black woman something you want you want a space to feel heard you want people to look at you and you don't have to explain yourself somebody has already put words into the experiences that you're feeling and is validating like what you are feeling mm-hmm. that doesn't happen often I think that's a lot of a lot of stuff that people don't realize when you when your experiences aren't validated when they're not shared it almost makes you feel like they're not worthy of being told that what you're feeling isn't always accurate or you know or that you should feel those things and I think exactly that's what leads to a lot of like negativity for a lot of people who go through you know various forms of oppression you know when people are not making you feel like you're deserving of speaking on what you've experienced it's such a dehumanizing thing even hearing from people who are not black women like still being like I listen every single week like I'm getting something every single week that's really crazy to me it is I've gotten things from friends being like oh my friends at school listen to your podcast and they didn't even hear about it from me they heard about from somebody else and I know you just sent me a a message recently of someone who recognized your voice in a meeting for school and they didn't they found us through Katie Bilotti who endorsed us and you know gave us a shout out early on when we started this I mean yeah also just thinking back to that moment that was crazy for us because to be validated by somebody with a following so early on yeah and to be like recognized and people being like not only are your experiences very interesting and educational just like your dynamic as a duo Mm-hmm. It, like you guys are gonna go far with that like that is so cool to hear you know it was I literally remember like when <laughs> Bri and I like received that dm uh and us just like facetime each other practically like on the verge of tears because <laughs> it had been very early on and you know so we're just kind of testing the waters like we're just kind of like throwing ourselves out there and seeing if it lands like seeing if people like us and then mm-hmm. again to get that support And it was so much support, you know what I mean? It really grew such a following. And I know that there's a good amount of our followers who are from Katie Bilotti and from uh, some other influencers who have highlighted us. And the fact that even you all have kind of just stuck around and have enjoyed what we had to say, you know, complete strangers, people who haven't been in class with us, people who might not just be interested by virtue of having close proximity to us, just being interested in our Mm -hmm. stories. it's, It's a great feeling. It is a great feeling. I sometimes really can't wrap my head around the fact that there are complete strangers who hear our yeah. voices every week. I mean, wow, that's just crazy. I think I still almost think of it as a small passion project that's only in the scope of our hometown. Yeah. Whereas, yes, reality, I know people from hometown listen to it, but in reality, there's complete strangers. I mean, Sometimes I can't even wrap my head around the analytics because I look and it shows you like countries people are from that have listened. And the amount of countries, it's like Egypt, Netherlands, Germany, yeah. Ethiopia, all of these countries. Like and it's just mind blowing. At least, at least. Also, shout out Canada. <laughs> Canada is the next biggest listenership we have next to the US. So I thought that was really fun. But yeah, shout out Canada. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just kind of crazy, though. It's just kind of crazy. It is. And I think, oh, I just didn't not think that, I, I just did not think that we would be here. I didn't think we would have gained this much traction and that it would be ongoing for so long. I thought, all right, like people, people listen for the first like two, three episodes, you know, hear what we have to say, hear if they mention the daddy's stories and then kind of just like keep it moving. But the fact that like people care enough to listen every single week uh, is it's really empowering. And I think that makes us want to be even more truthful and use this platform in a way that is even more intentional, which I think goes to really explain why we're breaking our our just episodes into seasons so that we can be very intentional in the content that we're putting out, you know, after understanding what we're able to do with this platform. I think Brie and I want to use it to the best of our ability and make sure that every single episode is pulling on something different uh, that we don't think is being highlighted right now by the media exactly that's perfectly summed up as to like the reasoning behind seasons and just we don't want our our content to ever be stagnant and we just want to make sure it's always fresh and it always is intentional I think we're in an age where a lot of our content is either really short because people don't have long attention spans anymore Mm -hmm. or it's just silly or it's incredibly violent and desensitizing, or it's just content that has no real purpose. And there's no other purpose except the fact that you don't want to like, just sit with your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're in that time. And I just don't want to add to that. I want to create content that you listen to, and you actually have to think. And like reflect on your actions and your what you've done, and how it's impacted others. I think that's honestly like such a resounding trend through a lot of the stories we've shared like you know even those people who have done really messed up things to us you know I don't think they ever really understood that that impact like that their impact was so great that their impact had such lasting implications Mm. and I think that when we tell these stories you really do that reflection you really look back and like wow Maybe I wasn't even like actively involved in that situation, but I was a bystander or I know somebody who went through that experience. How did I support them? Uh, And just being able to really think about who you are as a person, who you are as an ally, as a bystander, Mm -hmm. um, I think is huge. I think that's really, really huge. I think we did that really well in season one by telling stories in a way that were obviously incredibly personal to us, but Mm -hmm. telling them in a way that even if, you were not the person we're talking about and you were a stranger, you still heard that story and had to reflect on your own actions. Yeah. Yeah. Because we never want it to be, we're just talking in a vacuum and Mm -hmm. obviously it is our lived experiences of two young black women, but I always hope that we did it in a way that it was universal in a sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people could always pull from our stories and always take them and go forward. Um, yeah, I think that was just one of our main goals when starting this. And I think yeah. I'm really proud of us for doing it because I think we did it well. Yeah. And I think also, too, I want to address like the stories in which I definitely know people listened and were like, that's about me. Like, <laughs> I did that. 
mm-hmm. it wasn't one of those positive stories is one of those negative stories in our femininity or our race or both were involved I also just want to say that like we are not using this platform to try to like blow people's spots like call people out of mm-hmm. course we're keeping these stories vague so we're not implicating anyone's identity in the process as well but Again, I think part of sharing those stories and part of getting that out there is for people to understand their impact as individuals. And I think in many of the ways that we understand our impact by putting out these stories, we want other people to understand how their just daily interactions with people matter tremendously, significantly, especially when we think about race, especially when we think about class, especially when we think about gender. Your impact the attitude you have, the context in which you surround yourself and like what you're learning or not learning, it matters and has a profound impact on people. And I think it's not that we want anyone to listen and feel bad about themselves for doing whatever they may have done, but we want you to be better because we know you can be better. Yes. At no point was our goal ever to slander people. It was always to just tell our side of the story and how we felt in those instances. And also my, our big thing is, I mean, there was times where we were nervous to say stories and things of that nature, but we always had to remind ourselves, like, we can't be scared to say something that happened to us. It's not a lie. We can't be scared to say the truth. We can't be scared to say the truth. These things happen to us. These are our experiences. We can't be more scared than the people who inflicted the harm. Exactly. What you're saying is the absolute truth, and it's just how you encountered things. No one can be mad at you for telling your truth. Mm -hmm. And we tell our truth so people who either did these things or have done similar things can take a step back and, like you said, realize their actions have consequences on people. Yeah. You know, I I think that's really important. That's really the that's really the most important takeaway. And I and I also want to kind of bring up something else too. We've talked about how we understand the impact of our platform and I also just want to use this as a moment to just really express like my gratitude to Bria. And I know that we've kind of mentioned this before, but like she really really wanted to do this podcast and wanted to make it happen and really was the brainchild of this idea and pushing mm-hmm. forward. And Bria, I think, and this just shines through, I think, in our work and in the podcast, but she knows exactly how to tap into her power, how to use her power, use it in the right ways, in, you know, in the most intentional ways, um, in the most impactful ways. And you really see the result of, trusting your instincts of trusting your passions and your purpose and where you want to go and I just really want to use her as like a source of inspiration as a source of highlight for anyone else who is watching and who might have you know things that they're like maybe I should do it maybe I don't go do it nobody's stopping you you know if people want to talk about you if people want to say stuff then they're gonna say stuff and so be it, you know, we, Brie and I know there's some people who don't like our podcast. We know there's people who are mm-hmm. never going to support us the way we want, but that's never going to stop us. And, you know, it's just been more than a blessing to work with her, continue working with her. And I just want to uplift my girl real quick. <laughs> I love you so much. 
Oh my goodness, this podcast would just not be possible if we were not best friends. I agree. Like, oh my goodness, I love you so much. I mean, <laughs> I'm so thankful that we went through these things together because I don't know what I would be like if it wasn't with you, you know? Oh. And just doing this podcast and having our weekly calls and weekly banter and just mm-hmm. laughing all over the podcast episodes, just so fun. And I'm so happy that I'm doing this with you. And I am just so, so excited to see how far it goes. And I love you very, very much. I mean, none of this could be possible without you. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. And of course, I love you too. Um. So yeah, I think kind of just like in closing and wrapping up um i think this has been a really beautiful episode of just us expressing our gratitude us clarifying our purpose and our intentions for this podcast i think it'd be really nice to just kind of end on you know what do we see for black women in the future what do we see in terms of you know kind of where do we go from here the summer has mm-hmm. been filled with a lot. A lot has been thrown at us. And Brianne, what's your hope? What do you think is the purpose of this crazy year that has taught us all 50 million lessons? <laughs> <laughs> this year was a roller coaster. And I think it was full of endings and beginnings, all of which served a purpose for us to take stock of our lives and what we hold dear to us and just take an inventory of everything we have going on and just kind of refine what we want to do. Um, I think that going forward, we all have to have a purpose of making the world a better place and uplifting one another. I think that this was a year of serious growth for us to get that ball rolling. I just envision a future where we aren't suffering endlessly and needlessly. There's just so many things that are just plain wrong in our systems. And people are scared to let go of these systems just because they've been around for centuries. And that's all we know. But just because something's been going on for a long time does not make it right or make it the most efficient way to do something, or make it the most just way to do something. I think that there's so much change coming up, and I hope we're all ready for it. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to just, ex- just have Black women experience peace mm. and live lives without torment from just the world in general. I'm ready for us to be able to express ourselves freely, I'm ready for us to achieve the things we want to achieve without being told we can't yeah. or being told we have to limit our goals or how far we want to aim. Um, yeah, I just envision a world of opportunity. I love that. I love that a lot. I think I resonate with that all so much. And I do agree. I think we're on the brink of massive change. And I think it's change that's going to completely turn the United States upside down. I think it's going to be something that none of us have seen before. I know we've said this in past episodes, but what it's going to take to gain equality 
is something that I don't think a lot of people realize the extent of that or what that's really going to look like mm-hmm. for black women to be equal for society to really undo some of these systemic barriers, but I'm ready for it. I'm really ready for it. Um, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see black young girls grow up in a better context than we did to grow up with more support just on a national and global scale than we did. I'm, I'm really ready for it. I'm really ready for this change. And I really hope that this momentum that we've like garnered and that we've built up, you know, not just this past summer, it's been building for centuries, but I really hope that this translates into just something we've never seen before Mm -hmm. and something that really gives us purpose and, uh, just great success for the future um I feel like I'm a pretty optimistic person and I know that there's a lot that can hinder that especially with the election coming up especially with like a lot of other stuff um but I'm hopeful and I think one little not even a little change but just I think seeing individual people who I know their mindset be completely changed and for them to finally see what this how systemic and how institutionalized a lot of this uh a lot of these issues are I think that's already been really mind-blowing for me to just see that like some people who I never thought would be like talking about Black Lives Matter a lot of people who I never thought would like finally begin to understand my experiences understanding them I'm like whoa Mm we might we might have something here Mm -hmm. I think this is a question it's a little preview into season two, but I know that we're going to be asking the question about the divide between young and old. And I'm really, really curious to see if this revolution is going to include older folks, if they're going to get on board. And I'm also curious if this is just us as young people just blabbering on, you know, is this really change is is it really going to come I mean I feel it in my bones but is it real or is it just are we in a bubble is social media telling us revolution's going to come you know millennials are on twitter and that's kind of we're in a bubble on twitter but I wonder if this revolution if people are feeling it all the way through all generations you know that is a great question a really great question and I think although there's a racial vibe there is divide amongst Mm -hmm. age, a huge divide that I think a lot of people don't realize. And I think there's definitely going to be a point within all this change where that becomes very evident. You know, it's not just the entire black community behind a certain set of policies. There is divide amongst age. There's a big divide. Um, And I know that that can probably be said for a lot of other groups of people. And I think that's just so important to acknowledge. Uh, that's a great question. One we will definitely explore later on. Yes, we will. Wow. I almost don't want to end because it's like we have to say goodbye. <sighs> but it's, it's a really see you sad. later. It's a see you it's later. It's a see you later. Mm-hmm. We will see all of you guys next season. Look out for us. It should be only about a month for us to, you know, just plan and regroup and give you guys the best season two we could possibly give you yeah but be on the lookout for us 
we are still going to be here. I mean, both our Instagrams are public at this point. We have Heart to Heart Podcast Instagram. We're still going to be posting, still going to be interacting with you guys, still open to have the conversations that we need to have. And we love you guys so much. I don't know how much more we could say that without it getting annoying, but it's true. I mean, (laughs) we've created a family here. We really love you guys. Yeah. Ditto to everything that you've said. I'm so excited for what we're going to put out next season. So grateful for what has happened. And I just really love all the constant supporters. Um, You know, even if we may never meet you, which again, feels really weird to say and even like conceptualize. um, But just know that your thoughts and like those text messages, like I'm just always thinking about that and always thinking about those messages. So we genuinely really care. And I have them literally like all saved in my phone. Like I... (laughs) keeping track because I'm just really grateful I know we're both so grateful so grateful so thank you thank, thank you, you so guys much, thank you thank you thank you thank you thank <laughs> you this feels like such a painful episode to end okay yeah. we're going to end it because we can't keep you guys here as we say thank you and we love you for a billion more years but we do thank you and we do love you from the bottom of our hearts and we'll see you guys soon See you soon. Bye. Bye.